In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smart, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Bay. What's going on, man? How are you? It's up. It's up. It's up. It's up. It's up. After, I'm talking about my blue screen that doesn't work because I don't have yeah. proper lighting. And oh, the vignette is up. And the vignette shirt is up. That's also up. It's all about the vignette. Vignette, baby. Uh, you know, I, I really wanted to open, but since you're opening with that, I, I really wanted to open with All right, Order Jerry. <laughs> Are you ready? No, oh, I was going to go with Don't you dare be sour. <laughs> I, uh. I, I am I am actually angry right now because JLB is supposed to be on the oh there he is there, oh there he is. takes oh, a sweet is. ass time there sweet he is. ass time oh. showing up yeah yeah there he is no beard love you're like on the middle now you're 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 the baloney sandwich good sir just where you like to be I always like to be in the green when you guys this coffee. Oh, Ooh, I got to turn on my echo cancellation. Oh, there's something. You sound like you're echo. Wow. Well, now it's probably worse. Yes, it's actually worse. Yep, it is worse. How about now? Um, about the same. I'm getting some echo of me, though. Yeah. Is that me? Wait, I think it's probably I'm jail me again. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. When I'm down in the studio, um, I, I thought it might be me. No, oh, but you're, you're, you're reverbing, though. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. He, that. Well, that's something that's going to take some adjusting off camera sort of a thing. But. Yeah. Cool. So we were just talking about how you now have your face on a shirt. Hey. Um, but you weren't what? here for the start of the show, so. Oh, fair enough. Fair Who? enough. Who has his face on a shirt? Oh, so sexy. Who? Oh. Who? 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 But I but I won't be a tra- transitional person who's gonna have his face on a shirt unlike Big E. No, oh, too soon. Not transitional. So gonna be transitional. I hope he's not. I just don't, you know, to me and WWE, we, I, we have trust issues. It's like that. Oh no, I one hundred percent almost like you missed Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and get rid of that for now and go back to this screen. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to be transitional for this reason. Uh, reports have it. Their original plan was for him to win the belt after the draft in October. Okay. Um, in fact, maybe during the draft, and that would be the big thing of him getting drafted over to Raw. And they pushed it up for reasons that totally have absolutely nothing to do with the fact that AEW beat them in the demo last week. Nothing at all. No. Nope. Definitely not. Um, They're not competition. (sighs) It's not that. 100% not. um, But so I think that their plan was for him to be champion for at least a few months. Um, Yeah. Transitional. No. 
transitional means you win it and then two weeks you lose it to someone else. That your whole reason for, for getting it was so someone else didn't have to take the pin. Um, so someone doesn't look weak. Um, and so for this, I think, frankly, I think uh, Bobby Lashley is probably needing some time off to recuperate because he's been going nonstop for better part of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and been champion for what? Six eight months, months now? Six eight months, months? Eight what months. What was it? Um, and so, so give him a little bit of time off um, and let him recuperate a bit. But it's, I think he's going to be a defending champion. He's going to have multiple defenses. Um, he's, he is uh, the first uh, black champion to have won from another black person. That's oh, true. is he? Oh, snap. Yep. Well, so, I mean, other than other than Bianca from Sasha. Oh, right. Black WWE champion. Black That's male champion. Semantics. Yeah. No, he just means like the Raw title, not the SmackDown. Uh-huh. I still get those confused. I don't even care. I'm just like the Raw champion. SmackDown yeah. champion. Don't well, give me this it, world in, and universal. In and- fairness, it is stupid uh just because fucking one, one of them makes even... one universal and one the world so yeah. technically the universal one is better than mm-hmm. the world but well, why have a world champion if one's universal one is the champion of the universe the other is the champion of the wwe mm-hmm. so technically the wwe championship might be stronger organizationally than the world championship i really should have worn a hat that the universal champion? No, because one's the champion of the universe. That's why Miss World is lower than Miss Universe. I don't think it's fair that that, that, <laughs> that Miss Universe and Miss Mr. Universe that those are not competed with other planets. Uh, I'm, it's I a fair cheap. point. You know, you could also point out that the world champion of American football doesn't exactly face off with anyone else in the world yeah yeah where's the egyptian super bowl exactly <laughs> i mean at least we used to have nfl europe and yeah. uh yeah then you could have that crap ass team from frankfurt yeah. yeah play the patriots get slaughtered mm-hmm. get slaughtered and then you really see they're the world champion because they beat the team from another country hey yeah there's not even one in canada yeah used to be we just got the CFL guys. Leave us alone. Okay, so huh? give us your CFL. Yeah, send us one of those. Send the us the. Champion. I couldn't even. I'm not a CFL guy at all. I, poop sticks or whatever, you know. Oh, I, I feel like the Argonauts win a lot. I don't know. Uh, Alouettes are obviously a big Huguenots. team. It's Huguenots. It's Argonauts. No, <laughs> I don't know. I'm making. I don't know. I mean, I don't watch at all. I know enough people who yeah. do, and I'm like, There's- cool story, but. There's the, the, the rule changes and whatever. I'm just like, I don't care enough. I... There's the Argonaut. Um, yeah, there's like eight teams. The Edmonton Elks. Yep. God, that's a fucking dumb. Uh, uh, the BC Lions. The Calgary Stampeders. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Hey. The Stop. Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Montreal Alouettes, the Alouettes uh, like like 
Tiny Owls or? No, Alouette. 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 <laughs> um, there's the Ottawa outlet in English, please. Uh, um, it kind of just means I think it's a name, technically. It's technically a name, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean anything per se, it's more just a name. Ottawa like, actually gets two teams there's the Ottawa Rough Riders and the Ottawa Renegades. One of them must be in Toronto. The other is where? Uh, According to Google, it's technically a lark. It's technically a lark. A lark. Which is uh, a singing bird. Which I feel... (laughs) Yeah, the the funny thing is... Oh, wait, never mind. Ottawa Rough Riders changed their name to the Renegades. Yeah, one job. Yeah, yeah. know your Canadian football. Yeah. Yeah. God darn it. America, want to know everything, but you know nothing Canadian. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah, how dare I? Hamilton Tiger Cats? I think we need to do a... um, So, just because... A wrestling podcast? Yeah, a wrestling podcast. (laughs) But... Um, to, because we do like to occasionally throw in some um, some uh, pop culture stuff or politics. Um, we, I'd like to have a pop recall culture or some, politics. Well, they're both always in the news. Like Welcome to pop culture, culture politics. Are that, you ready? That is nothing America, but Trump. But am, I, am I wrong about this, Marks? Is that is that no, America? Sounds pop culture politics. Yeah, pretty much. We voted. We voted, one of our presidents that we voted in was literally a reality TV star. Another one was an actor. Yeah. I mean, he'd been a governor. That one at least had done some politics. Yeah. Um, and in fairness, I'm relatively certain that if the rules allowed it, we would have voted in another actor um, if Arnold Schwarzenegger had been allowed to run. <laughs> that's, that's legit. Because he's so anyway, famous. Yeah. I think we need to have a recall vote for VKM. Recall yeah, we need VKM. to recall him. That's, that's a great shirt. Recall VKM. <laughs> People would buy it and be like, I don't even know who VKM is, but I'm going to buy this shirt. But so, so before we get into talking fantasy booking, yeah. uh, first, I always take this time to remind people that we're part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. So in the little doobity doos down below, you can click on the link for tatnusco.com and you can head over there, see the other shows on the network, tell them we sent you. Yeah. Um, there's also in the doobly-doos links to our merch store, so you can go and get that Vignette shirt um, or the Sasha, Sasha Bear shirt, which is up and running. It's still right up? Goddamn. Yeah. I'm, I got mine not, on the way, so I mean, we sold at least upset, one. But it wants to be Sasha. I think I'm going to get that mug. I still didn't buy that mug yet. I'm waiting still for the other shirt. though. Whatever. I guess I just buy, buy, buy. <laughs> but um, bye, hmm? bye, 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 bye. Um, anyways. Um, so you want to start a fight? Right. That's it. But before we really get into the fantasy booking, though, I, I really? want to take some time to bitch. Uh, or at least retract a statement that I said on the WBU just two days ago. 
uh, where I gave WWE credit and and praise for their uh, name that they had chosen for the young Bronson Rick Steiner, um, son of Rick Steiner. And they're like, oh, they, he's going to go under the name Rex Steiner. That's a fucking cool name. It's perfect. It shows his uh, his heritage. He's one of that family, all of that stuff. Everything's great. And then what do they fucking do tonight? Change it again right before he goes up. What was it? Like Ben Breaker or something? Uh, Braun Breaker. Braun. Braun short for Bronson. So B-R-O-N. Breaker with two Ks, Braun Breaker. Hey, he's in the title. He's in the title picture now, though. Well, yeah. I mean, they're gonna push him right away. He's exactly what they're wanting with this whole rebrand. He's young. He's uh, uh, he's not you. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's young. He's uh, jacked as hell. Yes, he's got some some experience, but at the same point, he doesn't have like. A ton of experience because he was a football player, um, linebacker, I think. That makes sense. Uh, is what he played. And so in, instead of going after the independent wrestler, they went after a guy with a lot of the look that they wanted. And they say, we can teach him to be a good wrestler. Now, he's got a head start because he's got a father who is a legendary wrestler. Um, and an uncle. And an uncle was a, a legendary famer. wrestler. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Uh, not quite a math whiz, you know, but well, can't be math works it. out, dude. It actually works out. We're not doing, yeah. This I mean, in, in, in fairness, the actual math in that works out. He, he's got the n- numbers in the end the add up to what he says. It don't work, but the it's, math, it's the logic. The he's a out. he's not a logician, <laughs> logistician. He's he's a fucking math teacher, man. would still fail him. None of this work is right. I don't care how you got to the answer. <laughs> he was a fullback. Fullback. Uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Although, eh, he he didn't, I think, play a regular season snap. So, you know, okay. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, Could you be anyway. a member of NXT? The yeah. five-question quiz. Put a finger down if you're not jacked as fuck. Put a finger down. <laughs> if you're over the age of 25, put a finger down. <laughs> I can't come up with all of them right now. You do two of them. What are they? Um, put a finger down um, if your father or other family member is a Hall of Famer or isn't a Hall of Famer. Hall I should of say. Famer, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, um, put, put, a finger, put a finger down if you've never paid attention to wrestling in your life. Put, Put a finger, finger down, down if you're under six feet. Under yeah, okay. He he gets to hold up one one finger there. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> but but so here's the deal: is on WBU, I gave uh, I I went off on WWE for missing an absolute fucking layup with the Zelina Vega uh, match that they pulled off of. Of SmackDown, Zelina Vega, who it's well known lost her father on 9 11, and she had planned on the 20th anniversary. Uh, there was going to be a, a show the night before. She wanted to wrestle in Madison Square Garden, uh, which her and her father used to go to Madison Square Garden to watch wrestling matches, watch shows. Um, 
If she wanted to wrestle in it. <clears throat> she had a whole custom uniform uh, ring gear made up to to honor him all of this stuff and they pulled it last minute and i just i ripped into him but the one thing i gave them credit for is that they chose a good name for for <laughs> rick steiner's son and then they fucking decide not to see, so i'm taking see, it back they hear your podcast they must hear our podcast then because any moment that we give good kudos to vince or wwe I swear to you, Vince is like, oh no, that they like it. No, 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 no. like it. Got to change that. That's not good ass word. Yeah, no, definitely. So. Well, I mean, I guess thank God I wasn't at the WBU because then I would have been trumped in terms of picking out a crime because that was my biggest pet peeve on uh, what they did to Selena Vega. So yeah, I would have oh. definitely been in agreement with you there. Oh, there was so much. I I was figuring your number one thing was going to be the two hour long fucking tag turmoil tag turmoil match. Um, yeah, I mean, then the we talked about that out. too. <laughs> yeah. but in, in the end, uh, I gave them a little bit of credit because they, they that this was a layup that they they hit, and then they didn't. It's like this was this literally was going through the net. And then somehow or another, they jumped up, reached up, and grabbed their own ball and pulled it out and said, nope, nope. Especially when there was a lot of crap on SmackDown. Like, I, I rewatched SmackDown, and I was like, wow, you could have put the Zelina Vega match uh -huh. here. Instead of having that player who beat the Brooklyn Nets, I don't even know his name, that whole Sammy match, could have just scrapped it and put the Zelina match. You know what I mean? Just uh -huh. there wasn't anything. The only, the only thing you can't replace it with was the Roman whole Roman Brock thing. That was fire. Everything else, you know. But, but so, but this. I thought this, SmackDown was good. The SmackDown itself was fine. It's just it, it literally everything could have been shortened by two minutes to give yeah uh, six minutes yeah, of time to Zelina Vega. I think the big the biggest place where they wasted their time was on that ten man tag, and I said that uh -huh. Sunday. I I I could have done without the match altogether. Um, and certainly without your boy Sammy coming out. And, <laughs> hey, look, I have a guy from the Atlanta Hawks. Like, yeah, uh, it was just a pointless match. And then I'm like, to have that amount of significance of, you know, her father dying on September 11th, her having ring gear, then just scrapping it, biggest slap in the face. And then I'm like, Zelina, now this is where you probably shouldn't have re-signed. Okay. Like, Hey, here's the deal. Zelina, if you're listening, just go start your Twitch channel up again. Yeah. yeah. Fire you. Just fire you. start doing it and, and they'll sure get past you can't the wrestle for 90 days, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, you but I, I feel like now it's within a contract, though, I think. So if she does, she might get sued. That's the only thing. She so can now... get sued and fired either way. Here's the deal if WWE doesn't want that to go to court. Because if it goes to court, they have to prove to the court that there's a reason that they have these independent contractors with clauses in their contracts that allow them to not do independent work. WWE doesn't want that to go to court. Correct. Correct. Because if that goes to court, yeah, if that goes They're to court. They're not taking her to court. They're just going to fire her. Yeah, they'll just fire her for breach of contract. They'll just say, oh, boom, go do it. Done. And that's that's my thing because again they don't want it to go to court because they don't want it tested legally 
Right now, they get away with it because no one has challenged it legally. Um, Because it's pricey. Because it's pricey. It's expensive. But if it goes to court over whatever reason, then then they have to suffer the consequences of a, a judge actually looking and saying, wait a second, these people are independent contractors, but you they can't can't work any other dates for other for you know they can't they can't make money on their own i i do they feel can't. like there's a thing with that though no there there literally is not there was an entire john oliver segment on it like two years ago where he went in and he talked about all of the 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 reasons that it's probably illegal um because the but simple if thing you is, sign for it on paper, then it, it doesn't makes- matter. The legal definition of independent contractor means that you only control them when they're actually on the clock for you, right? When they're not on the clock. See, here's the deal, right? You hire an independent contractor to come and build a roof for your house. You don't get to tell them that they also can't build the roof for your neighbor's house, right? Right. You, they can't do it while they're on your dime. Right. But in their off time, if they want to clock out with you at the end of the day and go over and work on a neighbor's house, fixing their roof or whatever, they're free to do that. If they want to sell T-shirts on their own dime, that say their real name on it, you can't stop them from doing that. And if they want to have a Twitch stream on their own time, you can't stop them because they're an independent contractor. Your purview ends when they clock out. Right, mm, that's the okay. legal definition of independent contractor. <coughs> um, okay. yeah. And so, and and there's a reason behind it. You, there's a lot of reasons, and a lot of reasons WWE likes the idea of them being independent contractors. Independent contractors don't have to be provided insurance. They don't have to be provided any sort of benefits because they're not officially employees. Right. Right. They're a hired contractor. Um. And so they don't have to do insurance. They don't have to do benefits. They don't have to do 401k or pension or anything like that. Um, they they don't have to give severance pay or any of that shit. They don't have to guarantee a certain amount of hours each each week or anything because they're not an employee. Um, they're, they're hired to do a job, right? And as long as they do that job, that's fine. You can put whatever you want to in the contract and in court, it won't hold up because they'll say, hey, you know, these are independent contractors. You can't control what they're going to do on their time off. But but again, you know, WWE doesn't want to go to court because they they literally will lose if it goes to court and they'll lose the ability to call them independent contractors. They'll have to call them employees. It's why like. If you drive for Uber, right, you're an independent contractor driving for Uber. Um, you can also drive for Lyft as long as you're only doing one at a time. Right. Right. So, Meaning if anyway. you pick up an Uber ride, uh-huh. you cannot go and pick up a Lyft ride at yes. the same time. Exactly. You can, you can complete the Uber ride and move on to it. And Lyft then ride. choose a Lyft ride for the next one. Exactly. Um, but you can't do them both at the same time, right? You can't you can't be an Uber driver and a uh, DoorDash driver at the same like pick up your Uber and say, oh, by the way, we're gonna swing by this McDonald's to pick up a, a DoorDash for a customer. You can't do that. You while you're doing the job for Uber, you do the job for Uber. 
And then afterwards, you can pick up the DoorDash if you need to. Um, anyways. But so so WWE does not want that challenged in court. And if they took someone to court over starting up a Twitch stream, even if it's in... The, now, there's also reasons to, to say um, it probably it wasn't in their... Con- now, it might be in her contract now, her That's new contract, I mean. yeah. but but it wouldn't have been in her original contract, which they threatened to fire her for and, and theoretically did fire her for because she wouldn't uh, quit things. And so, so you can't add something to someone's contract without them reading it and signing off on the change, right? So anyways, but um, we will get into the fantasy booking. If you are new to the fantasy booking show, uh, the rules are really simple, concept simple. We're going to take turns challenging the other people to do some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling we don't discuss them in advance because we think it's more fun to put people on the spot and have them go uh shit i don't know what to do yeah Um, sounds about jlb yep yeah that's pretty much it so um as always i open it up to the field who wants to go first Well, I'm I'm guessing that means uh, DA Fabe does not want to go first. So, um, I guess JLB doesn't want to go first. So I guess. Jesus. Really? Well, then for that, I'm going to make DA Fabe go first. Um. So. I, I, I mean, if I go right now, the only thing that's on my mind is something I challenged you guys to last week, and so okay, uh, that's it, it would just be a spin on that. Yeah. So, um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and go first, challenging you guys. Um, this is just something I was thinking about a little earlier, so it's not nothing really big. But they over the weekend, of course, the big news out of uh, NXT was Samojo vacating the title due to title due to undisclosed injury um which injury i'm 99 certain was just hey we want to start off our time with on nxt 2.0 with the new champion um and so they had a they ended up i thought they were going to have a tournament but they just turned the number one contenders battle into a championship battle um and uh, spoiler alert to anyone who is uh, watching this or listening to this without having watched NXT, uh, the winner was Tommaso Ciampa, all right? which surprised me, actually, because I was 99% certain, at least 90% certain it was going to be LA Knight. Um, going especially after the, him losing to Rick Steiner's son. Well, like, bef- before losing to Rick Steiner's son, but then I read news that Pete Dunn had signed a three-year contract extension, and I was like, "Ooh!" So that put me like maybe fifty-fifty on LA Knight or Pete Dunn. So I would have been wrong either way. Uh, but one thing was certain to me is it was not going to be Kyle O'Reilly. Because Kyle O'Reilly kind of epitomizes the things that Vince McMahon thinks is wrong with NXT, right? Yeah, but so does so does Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess the only you can give him that he's stacked. He is stacked. He is jacked. He also he's at least a former champion, so he's got at least a pedigree behind him that um, Kyle O'Reilly doesn't have. You know, Kyle O'Reilly in Vince McMahon's mind has never proven himself to be able to win the big match. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was just Adam Cole's bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wrote uh, him as Adam Cole's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he didn't beat Finn Balor. You wrote him to not beat Finn Balor. <laughs> what are you doing here? Are you are you working yourself? Is that what this is? This is, this is not MMA. This is <laughs> this not is... MMA. So, um, so my challenges to you guys is how would you have handled it differently? Going into and you're still doing the NXT 2.0. It's the the NXT concept and all of that stuff is is still uh, going to be the same. You still have Samojo vacate the title, but in terms of getting a new champion, would you have still done the four way match as the thing? Would you have put different people in it? Would you have had a different winner? Would you have done a tournament? I'm leaving it up to you, but. How would you have done the NXT title differently in NXT 2.0 this week? So, so I'm still stuck with with uh, with the four way existing. Yes, no, it doesn't. It doesn't from, have to be for the title. It, it can be. It it can be just for number one contenders. Samojo still vacates though. Okay, um, I'll let you go first while I think about it. Fair. Um, well, I since there was a lot of uselessness on NXT's premiere 2.0 show today, um, I think you have the Fatal 4-Way match start the show, and the winner of that faces Joe that night, is how I think Joe's you do injured, it. Though. Yeah. That, I mean, ultimately, oh, are we okay? So Joe's injured; he's yeah. it's vacated. Okay, it's, yeah, it's vacated. It's still vacated. Just how would you? And we still have that fatal four way going for the number one contender. Yeah, that was previously announced. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. Jesus, I mean, I. I... Well. I don't think there's another way you can do it then if you're going to still have that number one contendership match there. To be honest with you, what's the point of having the number one contendership match if you're going to have to find yourself um, you know, a new champion anyways? That's the whole point of the number one contender. You guys are going to be going on a fatal four-way. You're both, you're all fit to go for the belt. I so mean, I don't really in, know in, how... in fairness, you could say the number one contender is is now going to get a first round buy in the new tournament for the championship or going to get an advantage. I mean, this is professional wrestling. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. That's fair. Um, <laughs> and and so you could you could have had the four way match into the total schmas. No one wins. And. And then set up a tournament or or you could have done the heel authority figure where. Where you know VKM walks, does his strut out to the ring and says, "I declare so and so the new champion." 
you know, and and then everyone goes boo, and suddenly you've got a monster heel. I mean, there's all sorts of things you could do, but this is why I want to hear what you would do. <coughs> okay, so if we're gonna do it that way, um, you still have the fatal four way, um, for the thing start off at the beginning uh, for the number one contendership. However, now that number one contendership. Uh, the guy, the winner who wins the uh, that fatal four way match is essentially now going to have to do like um, a gauntlet, if you will, of former NXT champions, sort of. <laughs> so, like this, it kind of closes out the old NXT by just bringing everybody in to see them for one last time sort of ordeal since everything was taped. This is now live, correct? So um, you kind of bring it into like a, a gauntlet sort of ordeal, which lasts you the entire show. If the tag team turmoil can do that, and that was a piece of crap, having former NXT superstars actually come into play and face off against whoever is going to end up battling you have basically your top rated nxt superstars be the people that come out now i don't have that list in front of me but i imagine finn balor is on that list because this technically it could be really like it could be former NXT superstars that aren't there, but they're still gonna get that final last little hurrah to because this is more of a closing of the old NXT completely. I still think you're gonna do whoever won the number one contendership to end up beating everybody to showcase that this guy is the ultimate superstar and he should be the champion out with the old, meaning the old NXT champions in with the new but that's why i think you also have to have someone who necessarily hasn't won it before like the kyle o'reilly i don't know that new guy's name but he looked good maybe it could have been him or um chapa's already been but he's kind of yeah, I, I, I really think it's a big mistake making Champa the first 2.0 championship uh champion. It just I I love that he's champion, just wrong time to do it. I don't care with this 2.0. I'm sure he doesn't necessarily give a shit. It's not what I feel he would like to represent as an NXT champion. Um but that's how I think you do it, and you have like a new guy win it or who has never won it. You have uh, Kyle O'Reilly or that new guy uh, as part of it. And you make it kind of a gauntlet for the entire um, thing of the show. This way it gives you a little bit of old school. I'm going to probably get the list actually of the top 10 or unless you randomly Googled it. I did not. I guess not. Okay. <laughs> uh, next seat's up. To, um, so yeah, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. They have Bo Dallas on. The, when the hell was Bo Dallas an NXT champion? Um, yeah, he was. 
the Bo Leave. He was oh Jesus. Okay, it, it, uh, before and main roster ruined him. Snap. Okay, damn. You can't even have a lot of these people. Andrade, not there. Alistair Black, not there. Uh, Neville, not there. Uh, Bo Dallas fired. Shinsuke Nakamura. I guess that would be kind of cool to see him there. Samoa Joe injured. KO comes. That would be kind of cool. Tommaso Champion, he's in the Fatal 4-Way. Finn Balor. So you definitely have, you could have at least, you know, like, um, you can't have Adam Cole. <laughs> Damn, so many stars have gone. Um, I, yeah, I, I, Johnny Gargano was a champion, no? Yeah. yeah, you know, you could throw him in there. Um, and it could easily, maybe, even so, it's not takes up the whole show. Like, Raw almost did it for three hours. But if you want to, like, at least showcase some of your other younger talent, too, you could maybe at least have it an hour, but an hour legit starting from Fatal Four Way. Boom. Okay. And he doesn't get out of the ring. So let's say it's uh, the new guy from NXT. Uh, that was set, put in that match. He doesn't get out of the ring. The fighter comes. And I think showcasing the legendary champions, like having the KO, um, you know, having Shinsuke, having Finn, is kind of crazy for the new guy to beat. But at the end of the day, it's not going to do anything to uh, torment their legacy sort of ordeal. So I think that would kind of be... Uh, a fun way to end off what the old NXT era was and how the NXT 2.0 era is going to begin. It's the better version of NXT, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be kind of fun. Um, you don't have a bunch of new guys in there. I get it. It's the, the, the developmental and so on, but that's why you ultimately have the NXT 2.0 now. All these guys are going to eventually get their shot and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and honestly, anything would have been better than the shit show that NXT 2.0 is today. I felt they were just everywhere. Like they did not know what they were doing. And to end it off with a wedding? Um, I My commentary on it, and I haven't been able to watch all of it because mm. of the stuff. But uh, the stuff that Dude, I did much. watch, to be perfectly honest... Um, it did what WWE wanted it to do, which is uh, set it up as the next generation of wrestlers, not your old wrestlers, for the most part. Uh, Champa winning is, is another issue altogether. Uh, but the things, to be perfectly honest, that I think held back NXT 2.0 today were the things that were set up by previous NXT. Having the wedding... Um, you know, when you're trying to rebrand it as NXT 2.0, but you're continuing this weird NXT 1.0 storyline in right. it, felt weird, um, sort of a thing. Um, but but to well, be perfectly honest, like they came out and they made um, fucking Rick Braun <laughs> Rocket or whatever the fuck his name was, Breaker, Breaker, Braun Breaker. Uh, they made him look like a fucking rock star. They did. Um, that they did. and he's exactly the epitome of what they want uh, for that. They had um, uh, 
fucking um I'm totally blanking on Walter's uh group. Imperium. There you go. Imperium, they had yeah. Imperium go up against two no names, but they made the no names look pretty good, even though they lost, one of them being um Bull Buchanan's son. Can't remember what name mm. they gave him. Um they they put uh, the new guy in the main event, um, which was weird to, you know, Hey, by the way, we've never seen you before, but you get a spot in the fatal four way for the world. Yeah. title. Why wouldn't you put Rick Steiner in there? That would have uh, Rick Steiner's son in there. That would have made the most yeah. sense. Hey, I beat LA Knight. Why aren't I in this then? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, why make some random nobody, but it was obviously all about let's, let's set up the next generation. I mean, even, even when you put it like Casey Catanzaro and, uh, Caden Carter, Yes, they're old NXT, they're old guard NXT sort of thing, but they're also young, and uh, especially in the case of Casey Catanzaro, she wasn't an independent wrestler beforehand. She is 100% a WWE product mm. um, in terms of wrestling. She's exactly what they're looking for, for that. So, And they made is them look Cameron really Grimes, Cameron Grimes an indie She's wrestler? Really small. Or? Yeah, she is small, but d WWE doesn't care about size for women. Oh, yeah. You know? God, yeah, yeah. So Cameron Grimes is still there. He was celebrating backstage with. Uh, no, but I mean, is he is he WWE product or was he an indie wrestler before? Oh yeah, he was that uh, Impact champion uh, for a while. Oh, okay. He was, he's fucking okay. Been around for a long time. Trevor Lee was his name before he came to WWE. So, um. Oh, anyways, we'll move on to to DFA. Um, how would you do it differently? Or would you do right. the exact same thing, I guess? Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Um, so if you're going to do a 2.0, you have to be different. And using all the old guard of champions doesn't work for a 2.0, in, in my humble opinion. Um, I'm not saying that doing a 2.0 is right. I mean, if I was to choose, <laughs> absolutely, I would go back two weeks and I wouldn't do a 2.0. That's what I would do. Um, you know, Karen Cross would still be the champion. and you know, Not wearing a mask. Not wearing a mask. We'd, we'd have uh, Finn Balor coming out to challenge him on a regular basis. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd go back to, we'd go back about three months. Anyway. Um, but we're not going to go back three months, and we don't have that option. So we're doing a 2.0, and if I am William Regal, the second... So the first thing I thought of was AEW's introduction, because it was Chris Jericho who just beat Kenny Omega for one of the title spots, and the other one was in a 20-man battle royal. 21-man battle royal. Mm -hmm. 22, if you count Orange Cassidy. God, that was hilarious, him coming out as the 22nd person. Anyway, um, so I, I, I definitely would get, um, would, would have that type of setup. Now, the blessing that you have in this instance is that you do have William Regal, and you do have a very public edict from Vince about the size of, wrestlers that he's choosing about the age of wrestlers that he's choosing um uh, sports entertainers should i say um and so when that match ends with a little guy over the age of 30 winning you can have um very good heel uh william regal come out and say no 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 
Vince did not want it to go this way. We're going to do this the right way. You are one of the contenders in the title match that's going to occur in NXT TakeOver War Games. Not in a War Games match. I like the idea of a tournament for the other one, other contender. Um, but I, I also like the idea of a battle royal. So I, I probably select my members via battle royal to go into a tournament. So I, he, he just he goes, over the next few weeks, I'm going to be personally selecting people for to fit Vince's desires or whatever it may be. My English accent's terrible. Yeah. You, you I mean, in fairness, your American accent's pretty terrible too, but yeah. <laughs> my redneck one's not so bad though, you know. No, your redneck is spot on. That's uh yeah, super. I, it's... Yeet. <laughs> Jeet, yep. Jeet. Nah, do nah. Yump to. Yump to. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, so I, I I would have him personally handpick um, people that fit Vince's mold the, of the type of champion he's looking for. Um, Lamau, wee wee wee. Just so people know what that's referring to, because I got I I was gonna wait until after we were done uh, talking about this, but that tweet literally made me. Uh, giggle. So you can put um, it up on the screen if you want. So, Warhorse. <laughs> Seriously, why was there a new Steiner on TV tonight and his name was wrong and his music didn't go wee woo, wee woo? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Warhorse. She funny. So, anyway, anyways. so going back, um, so what I, I guess my the move I make here is to have is to have that authority figure without having to have Vince on screen. But Vince wants, and you can flat out say Vince wants, and and hand-select a, a, a plethora of people. You can have him randomly show up on, on Raw and be like, hey, I need you down at NXT for this tournament. You okay with that? Um, Baron Corbin's a, a good person to grab real quick for that. Um you know, you can grab some of these mid carters that are tall, that are big, that are muscular, that are that are semi young. I know Baron Corbin only fits three out or three out of the five, but you know, or three out of the four. Okay, check, check, check. Yeah, I need you in this tournament. <laughs> check, 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 check. You're definitely in it. Check, check. Mm, can't do it. And just dang near a a a. a Jericho list for a couple weeks, setting up the battle royal to choose the eight contenders that'll be weekly. Weekly, there will be a match to get into that to occur at War Games. That's how I would do it. Because if you're going to reset, you got to reset long term. It can't just happen overnight. So that's where I'd go. Um, I didn't think of the authority figure until Smarks mentioned it. Till Smarks, Smarks mentioned. Smarks mentioned it. There it is. Um, Eventually, you'll point in the right direction. Oh, it's going to take forever. <laughs> anyway, so um, I didn't think of it until Smarks thought of it. That I can do. I can still do the fingers pretty easy because I do it with the with the phone. Um, so um, that's probably the route I would go. I do like that authority figure idea. Um, I especially like Vince being the authority figure, but not having to be on television because 
We don't want to take away, we don't want to discount the fact that Vince treats this like it's only developmental and these guys aren't good enough. Um, we want a moment where Vince maybe calls um, calls uh, Regal and says, why are you taking my main roster, guys? You can't do that. Um, I, I, I need those guys up here, damn it. Um, my Vince isn't bad. Yeah. Like, so that's good ass work. That's um, good ass work. Well, that that's kind of was my thought process was here's the deal. But, but I would absolutely <clears throat> bastardize the idea that Tommaso Ciampa just was supposed to get it, and then he didn't get. No, <laughs> no, you're not the right guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because out of all the times you give it back to him, because in the end, because here was my thought process when I mentioned that. The simple fact is, people like us. Uh, the internet wrestling marks and everything out there. We already knew what was going on behind the scenes. We knew Vince McMahon was making changes and all of that stuff. So let's exploit it. Let's take advantage of it. That the fact that the NXT fans are already angry at Vince McMahon and already thinking Vince McMahon's going to ruin our product, right? And, and just turn that into the storyline that Vince McMahon is ruining our product. Yeah, you know. And and again, you can have him still shitting on the product by not even being there. Mm-hmm. No, 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 damn it. This is not how we're going to do this. That's what, that's what, I liked the idea of, how Vince would want it. of them announcing that the winner is not not really the number one contender. They just get a buy in the first round of the tournament and then put all of the other contestants in the tournament as the people that Vince McMahon handpicks. Yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, he'd be like the ultimate villain. Well, he'd be the heel authority figure, which, which, frankly, that's great. At well, and frankly, we've we've mentioned on this show that I think it's one of the things that that WWE as a whole is missing right now is is the overarching number like one person to be angry at, right? You know what I mean? During the best of the Attitude Era and the Ruthless Aggression Era, um, it it always was there was there was some sort of overarching person that you could focus your hatred on, right? That either Stone Cold fighting against Vince McMahon, or it was um, Undertaker's Ministry. Undertaker's Ministry, exactly. It was uh, uh, Shane McMahon being. Yeah, mankind for selling out to go to the corporate. You know, um, it's all that and and having that figure in. I'm not necessarily saying we need to on WWE TV as a whole have the heel manager or heel general manager necessarily, but in this case for NXT, it makes perfect sense to me. Just exploit the internet marks, exploit me. Yeah. Uh because exploit I'm every one of us is pissed off that you're ruining our product. Yeah. To make All of us good, and and then have Chamaso Champa win it at War Games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's two months out. You've got plenty or, of time to build that, or or have him lose due to heel shenanigans, and and I mean, uh, effectively, what launched the Attitude Era? Really, what was the? Yeah, we we can argue about you know, and we can talk about uh, there's this Austin three sixteen moment or all that stuff, but in really reality, what launched the Attitude Era was the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, I thought it was the pass out myself. But um, the, no, the reason I say the Montreal screw job is what launched it is because that's what established because because we didn't have heel McMahon. Heel. Yeah. 
Yeah. We didn't have Heel McMahon before that, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and he came out and he did that for his reasons and all this stuff and whether it was real or a uh, uh, shooter or work or whatever, we can, we can talk back and forth all we want to about it. Um, but in the end, that's what started the ball rolling on what became the attitude era. Right. Um, yes. Most people would say the official start of the attitude era was either Austin 316 or the pass out either way. Um, but in but the, the I think that I think that selected I, I, I think those two things together selected the uh the protagonist. Yeah. Um and, right. think, and and maybe that's true. That yeah. I think well maybe, and you know, I guess I use the phrase started the attitude era. It set the seeds for the attitude era. Maybe we yeah. can say it that way. It's it was planting the attitude era and the fruit would bore later. Um, with the pass out, with all that stuff, but the Montreal screw job is what really started that ball rolling. That turned the key on the ignition to it. And they, and the thing is, it, he didn't know it was starting it, right? No, he lucked no, into this no. thing. He didn't realize he was going to be treated as such a villain because of it, right? No. I really don't think Vince McMahon understood. How much people, and yes, he did it in Montreal and he should have expected more, you know, hatred. But in reality, I don't think he understood how much blowback would come from it. But I think he also realized how good it was for business for there to be that heel, you know. Yeah, oh, we all hate yeah, this. this is fun. I, I'd do it too, but my camera's clear over there. And <laughs> so fun. Sorry. I like looking at my computer, okay? <laughs> Anyways, so. Sorry. So, yeah, okay. I agree. I, I, and that's why I stole that when you said it. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and because, because. Oh, no, you see my double chain. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you. We can see your double chain all the time. Here, Here's the hint. You don't want people to see your double chin. You grow one you of grow these. A beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's valid. Because um, I, I shaved it relative. Well, I shaved it all down to the goatee and everything, and so you can chin. see my double chin now. But once it gets out bigger like that, nope, you can't see the mm -hmm. double chin. Looks like you got a chin. That's funny. anyways. So um, the, I think that's the the big advantage that that Regal does provide right now. Regal's been a face or a relatively hands-off general <laughs> for a while and then boom now you have vince has expectations and i have to meet them <laughs> and chamasa champa you don't fit those expectations yeah so so yeah you could even do it as a screw job where it's announced that it's going to be uh for the championship tomaso champa standing there in in the ring <laughs> Waiting for his title, to be yeah, started. or even holding it, and they come out and say, "Oh no, there was a change of plans. This wasn't for the title. This was still for the number one contender slot. Um, so you will have to face off with the other people in the whatever. I mean, they could. There's lots of ways they can do it, but I, I think the key would have been just taking advantage of the fact that marks like us are already angry at Vince McMahon for ruining NXT before." Before anything even happened with NXT, um, oh, Mick's daughter's funny. 
That one's good. <laughs> Mick's daughter is there? Uh, the image you tweeted was uh, Noel Foley. NXT last week versus NXT this week. Oh, mm-hmm. snap. Yes, yes, yes. But I didn't realize. I just I just saw the meme, and I didn't know who posted it. I was like, okay. This is so valid. Ironically enough, uh, SportsCenter um, actually was still using the old NXT. Uh, they were promoting NXT, but the old one, but it's still the yellow logo and all that. And I'm like, oh, someone yeah. didn't I get mean, the new video in package. Fairness, in fairness, even uh, WWE's social media was still using the old stuff up until this afternoon. Oh, snap. Uh, okay. Uh, all of the stuff was still the black and yellow uh, and the, the aggressive like logo and everything. But anyways, let's let's move on. Who wants to go next? Uh, you know what it is, NXT, NXT. <laughs> I'll go next. Okay. I didn't, think, I didn't think of anything new, so we're going to go with it. Um, last week, I challenged you guys to name four title contenders on each brand. Is that right? Is that last week, two weeks ago. Um, I don't know if JLB even remembers because I think it was just me. Okay. So I think it was just me, and I think I did two weeks ago then. Uh, but I think I did I think I did eight across both brands. Yeah. Like I, I did the merging of we're the titles gonna, and all that stuff. Gonna that. We're not gonna do that. So what we're gonna do um, on the two main roster brands, you guys can each pick one. I want you to choose Title contenders and the pattern in which they're cho- they they win the title. So right now you have Big E as one of the champions. You have Roman Reigns as the other of the champions. I want you to choose the sequence in which they lose, win, who's going to come up, how they're going to kind of get there, and and have the title move uh, four times, four different competitors. <laughs> JLB, you want to go first? Who do you? I booked this on Sunday night for SmackDown, and Smarts was like, "Yeah, that's great. They'll never do it." Um, so you know, I did okay. I not book it, Smarts. We're and we're only picking champions. Yeah, no, you're 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 only picking the Universal and WWE champions. So, yes. so you get to choose Universal or the WWE and choose the next four people. How they're built to that championship runs. So you can't go Roman Reigns. Loses to Brock Lesnar, goes back to Roman Reigns, goes back to Brock Lesnar. That didn't work. Four champions, four people. Okay. You know, win sequentially. You can have, like, if you made Seth Rollins be one of the next champions, you can say Seth Rollins wins by uh, getting the number one contenders match win over Edge. Uh, you could say, you know, Big E loses the title. Theoretically, you could say to Bobby Lashley, you could have it go right back to where it was. Mm-hmm. And then Drew, and then um, Kofi to defend Biggie's honor. I don't know. Hey. Fair. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I'll pick uh, one picks Raw, one picks SmackDown. I guess right. Yes. So I'll be nice, Marks. Which one would you rather? I'm literally leaving it up to you. Really? You don't care for either or? He's he's already heard of what he said himself was a good booking for SmackDown. So. Oh, so he did and SmackDown. So I'll do SmackDown. No. Then. No, he no, did. No, he heard. I did SmackDown. Yeah, and, and I don't he think said you it didn't, was good. You didn't do four. You just did like one or two. But anyways, um, 
Go ahead. You choose whichever one you want because I named all four contenders. You named contenders, but you didn't say this person is going to win it from this person. That's you didn't book it out like that. You only booked like one. Well, Anyways, because I didn't my, want to do the same thing over. My over. my point is still, I'm I'm not gonna probably do the same way you did, anyways. So, mm-hmm. JLB, choose which one you want to do. Um. Okay. So I'll do Roman Reigns. Okay. Um. So, obviously, Roman's. First of all, who's Roman facing at Extreme Rules? He's facing Finn Demon. Finn Balor. Okay. As the Demon. By the way, Smarts, you're fucked. <laughs> I do not think I am. <laughs> um, okay, so this is uh, this is my little wishbone, if you will, of what will go down. Uh, I kind of maybe what WWE would technically do a tad of it. So right off the bat, you have after Extreme Rules is what what pay per view? It's the Crown Jewel bullshit. That's um, what it is. We were trying to figure out what was. Well, what there's that, but they're still it. they're still doing something in October that they haven't announced yet, because they moved hell in a cell. Great balls of Brock. Yeah. Great balls of Brock. It's a good s word. I'm copywriting it. Um, okay, yeah. So you have Roman essentially. Okay, you have Roman beat Finn at Extreme Rules. You set up some kind of Roman triple threat at the next pay-per-view since it's before Crown Jewel. It's going to be, let's say, uh, Roman versus Seth versus Finn. Okay? No, you can't even do that. You have to have Roman lose at Crown Jewel. You have Roman lose at Crown Jewel against Finn. Okay? Crown Jewel or... Uh, Jesus Christ. You have Roman lose at Extreme Rules to Finn Balor. Okay. Brock Lesnar, though, however, kind of messes around with him. He takes Heyman or something like that. He grabs Heyman, brings him to the back. Roman's all, like, flustered. Um, And then, essentially, he still continues on with the match. And then, next thing you know, the, the Titantron comes on. You see the Usos all knocked out, all bloodied. You see Paul Heyman all on the ground, like, all messed up. Uh, and, ultimately, Finn Balor ends up winning because of this. Then you see Brock come out laughing. It ends Extreme Rules. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Um, so, with that, there's a whole little thing. Roman wants to get his hands on Brock. But Roman also wants the championship and he demands to be acknowledged and he wants to face uh, Finn Balor once again at uh, at uh, whatever the pay-per-view Great Balls of Brock. Okay, whatever the pay-per-view <laughs> is going to be called. Um, with that, though, you also have. Since Seth doesn't have a storyline at right now you also have seth get into the picture okay you have seth get into the picture and say hey listen i helped you out with i don't even know who the person he helped him out with i think it was like a cesaro thing i helped you out with cesaro remember who was the leader of of uh who was the real leader of uh what's it called of shield and all that i was and they get into this little feud as well Okay, uh, I'm the one that beat Brock, uh, so I deserve to actually be here because it's being announced that whoever wins is going to face Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. 
So ultimately, Brock Lesnar is the go-to guy at Crown Jewel. Brock Lesnar went crazy. He threatened the authority of SmackDown, uh, DeVille, and whoever. And Brock gets what he wants. So triple threat happens. You have Roman go absolutely apeshit on, uh, on everybody in the ring. Um. Yeah, you have Roman go apeshit on everybody in the ring. Ultimately, though, he doesn't end up winning it back. Seth Rollins curb stomps him. He's out. Finn Balor retains, though. Oh, mm. You can't have Brock at Crown Jewel with no title on the line and i technically screwed myself over i can't give the title back to roman or it's just not going to count as a well, secondary you, thing you had you had fit in that so that could be at the mat the pay-per-view right before yeah but if i'm giving it back to roman that's not that's a going against the rules but whatever well, you can so, give it back to roman that just doesn't count as one of the people that okay Fair. So I, it would be best then Roman just goes complete ape shit. Brock tries to do some more shenanigans, but Roman doesn't fall for it. He ends up getting really pissed and whatever have you, he retains it back um, by doing that whole Edge Brian scenario where he double pins them both because he's ultimately the, 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 the tribal chief and whatever have you. Okay. Um, funny enough, that... And Finn, which I'm all down for, um, because they're gonna blame each other, and Seth could do it with his cocky attitude, make that work. Um, so that's is ultimately what builds up Roman versus Brock. Okay, Roman versus Brock, Crown Jewel. It's gonna be literally. I'm not sure if I want it to be a squash necessarily because it's Brock Lesnar and that's what Brock Lesnar does. But Roman has went toe-to-toe with Brock where it's been a longer match as well. Um, So you ultimately, though, have Brock Lesnar end up... It's, It's a battle. Okay, it's like a fight. It's a full-on fight. They go crazy. Ultimately, though, after... 10 German suplexes and three F5s and one shooting star press for the fuck of it. Brock Lesnar ends up beating Roman Reigns and he is now the champion. With that, you have Brock as the champion. Some kind of thing happens where the reason why he's the champion, Paul Heyman gets involved and screws Roman over. Okay, that's ultimately where Roman gets screwed over and the advocate makes it that there's a clause for as long as Brock is champion, Roman cannot face him. A whole Drew McIntyre scenario. The reason why that happens is because Brock Roman Reigns is now going to do his thing with The Rock. Okay, so that's why Roman Reigns is out of that picture. Ultimately, who do you have? Uh, the draft would have already been done by now, right? Yep. Okay, so you do have some some kind of trade where um, Brock is just beating the hell out of a bunch of people on SmackDown, and no one can touch him, and they have an idea for Brock at Survivor Series. 
They say, wait, wait, we're going to let you know of your opponent. Uh, if you beat this guy on SmackDown, he will come out right after. You, you, you'll, you'll, you'll find out who it is tonight. And this is before Survivor Series. And then Brock Lesnar beats whoever, wins the title. He's squashing everybody. And who comes out? Ladies and gentlemen, in a bombshell trade who wasn't traded during the draft, you have the almighty Bobby Lashley come out. And therefore, it will be Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for Survivor Series. And as my fourth one, I have Bobby Lashley beating Brock Lesnar. That's four champions. That's four champions. I, I Survivor Series. Yeah, that's it's Survivor Series. In three months. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I really it's, do. It, it's something Vince would do. I don't know if they can do a whole Bobby Lashley yeah, versus no. Brock for WrestleMania. It's 100% not something Vince would do. Vince doesn't like to hot shot it around right now. What do you mean? He would do Brock time. versus Lashley? Oh, he man. would do Brock versus Lashley. Yeah, every one of those are matches you can see. Just, the matches he, likes, he would do, he wouldn't do it in three keep, months is what I'm saying. He likes to keep the title on people way too long right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too much, though. It's a bit too much. Oh, I agree. Vince, Vince randomly has had a brain aneurysm and he decided, oh, snap, you know what? I can't I can't think this long anymore. So if I can't think this long, neither is my creative team. Guys, three champions in three months, do it. And then that's that's what you have. Okay. So I'm I not doing four I champions like in three months. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not doing that. Just so you I, know. I, I deeply enjoy the idea of hot shotting every now and then, though. Yes. You can have a hot shot back and forth several times if you want. Just doesn't uh-huh. count. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, ultimately, here's the deal: is uh, for me, um, Biggie's keeping the championship up until at least after Survivor Series in uh, on Raw. <laughs> Um, I feel like you might lose it at Extreme Rules, to be honest with you. Nope, and and I'm doing. It. I don't. I don't think he's. I seriously, I think he's going to keep it because here's why, and I'm going to pitch it to you right now. Why they want to keep it on him until at least Survivor Series, New Day versus the Table, um, in the Survivor right. Series. Ooh, well, that's yeah, a thing they're doing on the house show, right? You so can, you can put the SmackDown champion tag team champions championship on New Day. Uh-huh. And then oh, 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 oh I like it. Exactly. <laughs> so since I'm doing the booking for this uh here, up until at least Survivor Series, um, which in fairness, uh as of right now <laughs> is only one and a half pay-per-views away. I say one and a half because uh, officially right now uh WWE has not announced a main roster pay-per-view for October except for the crown jewel event, which I don't count as a pay-per-view. That's the half, right? So we've got extreme rules and we don't have anything else on the docket till November, except for crown jewel. Um, so uh, you have Biggie keep it um, through extreme rules. Uh, have that be a rematch. This is Bobby Lashley's rematch. Um, and ba- this allows Big E to solidify himself as the champion by beating Brock, uh, beating Bobby Lashley in a one on one fair fight, um, instead of coming out afterwards, um, you know, and cashing in his money in the bank and it being unfair, sort of a thing. This also would allow Bobby Lashley to take some time off 
Um, so this rematch, of course, title didn't change hands, wouldn't have mattered if it did because it wouldn't count. Um, but so uh, then through Survivor Series, Biggie's still the champion. You have uh, Table versus uh, New Day as the headlining acts of Survivor Series, right? We go to uh, December, uh, which right now uh, is, is TLC. Oh, that's what it was. was in, in December, right? So at December, you can have a TLC match. Um, we'll we'll have it be a a, a tables match. Um, now the build up for this is going to be. This is also part of why I wanted to do this because we need a little bit of build up for my first uh, first change. Um, and so we've got about three months to, to build this up here. We have T-Bar and Mace, and I'm going to say they start going by um, not fucking T-Bar and Mace anymore. They go by <laughs> Dijakovic again and um, whatever is fucking... Madden. Uh, Dio Madden, right? Oh, so Dio and Dijakovic. We have them go on a run where they're just being fucking bullies and they're beating up everyone, right? And they're... they're uh, they're gang attacking where when someone's in a match, the other one helps out from outside. They distract the raft. They do all the, all of that stuff. Right. Um, mm -hmm. so, so you lead up to, by the time this three months has come, come by, uh, Dijakovic has, has beaten almost everybody in one way or another. So he has a shot in a tables match against Big E at TLC. Um, and because of heel shenanigans, because you can do that in a tables match, there's no DQs and so on and so forth, right? Um, so uh, Dio Madden helps. I mean, it still would be a fire match, though. I mean, let's be honest Big E versus Dijakovic, right? Uh, you have uh, you have Dio Madden help Dijakovic win by putting. Biggie through a table. So Biggie's uh I, I don't know who Dio Madden is. I thought his name was Mace. His name was Dio Madden because he was the announcer on Raw for <laughs> fucking four months. Don't you remember? I'm Vince McMahon. All I know is Mace. That's my creation. Um anyways, so uh <laughs> so uh Dijakovic gets gets the win, gets the belt in a tables match in December. So now um, that gives Big E a full three months of championship with multiple defenses, including a, a, a defense against uh, Bobby Lashley, where he gets a definitive victory and a fair fight match, um, gets a win against uh, some other people, gets a big match against Roman, even if he loses at Survivor Series, he doesn't lose the title sort of a thing. Um you know, all, all sorts of fun there. And then uh, leading up to, to him losing in December. Um, then, of course, in January, you've got, uh, uh, you know, um, a, a rematch, you could say. Because um, here's the, I'm, I'm a big fan of, I think people who have the title and lose should deserve a rematch. Right, right. Uh, and I, I hated that they 
got rid of they said we're getting rid of the rematch clause why <laughs> i mean i get it they were overdoing the oh, they did they, they got well, rid of like, the rematch clause two yeah, years like, ago two years ago really Oh. Remember, it was when they did the whole "you you are the authority" speech. We're making we're making this better for you, and everything. We're getting rid of the rematch clause. Yada yada yada. Um, I feel like McIntyre still had rematches though, like galore. Even when um, like, or it, whoever McIntyre he, he had he had lots of matches, but it wasn't based on the automatic rematch clause. Mm. Um, that was the whole deal. And here's the the problem was it wasn't the automatic rematch clause. It was the fact that they just had continuous matches, right? Uh, someone would challenge and lose and then get another match. That's not on rematch because they weren't the champion. The champion should have a shot at regaining the title. And if they lose that time, then they go to the back of the line. Right. Um, anyways. So. Uh, so let's see here. We've got. January 1st is going to be WWE Day 1, not technically a pay-per-view, but a special event thing. Um, so we could probably put put the rematch at that. A big Dijakovic versus Big E try to win it back. Uh, Dijakovic successfully defends it. Uh, probably still do to heal stuff, right? That's fine. We get to Royal Rumble. Uh, the uh, winner of the Royal Rumble is going to be Keith Lee. Setting up the WrestleMania match of Dijakovic versus Keith Lee at WrestleMania. Jeez. Who doesn't want to see that? Sutton NXT. Vince McMahon. I, Vince McMahon would definitely want to see that. Um, <laughs> Spanish flies for everyone. Yes. Um, I hate Spanish flies. I don't even speak their language. Yeah, this is America. Buzz, buzz, Speak American. Buzz, buzz. Speak American. <laughs> this is American fly. <laughs> so, so WrestleMania, uh, Keith Lee manages to beat Dijakovic for the title. So now you've got Keith Lee as champion. Um, we go to uh, it looks like right now the betting is they call the next one. Oh, the well, WrestleMania payback. You can have the the uh, rematch on that one, automatic rematch. I think Keith Lee wins there, so we don't hot shot it back and forth. Um, after that, uh, with Keith Lee as the title holder, uh, this is where we pay. We go back and we pay into some of the storylines that are going on right now. We have Drew McIntyre trying to work his way back up to a title shot because he couldn't get a title shot against uh, Bobby Lashley anymore. But now that it's on Big E, he can. And so he spends this next time trying to work his way back up. But he is constantly being foiled by Jinder Mahal. Oh, boy. So finally, Jinder Mahal beats him in a match for the number one contender's spot and we have Jinder Mahal versus Keith Lee because Jinder Mahal's a fucking heat magnet right now and the fans will riot when I have Jinder Mahal beat Keith Lee oh my god 
You're worse than Vince McMahon. Um, I'm probably I'm gonna give Keith Lee a few months at it. Sounds like a transitional. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be transitional, right? We'll give um, let's see, Keith Lee wins it at WrestleMania, defends it at Payback. Um, looks like they're thinking the May one will be called Over the Edge. So um, really. They're gonna call it over the edge. I mean, yeah, I get I, it. It's been no, they haven't years. announced. This is just what people are speculating. I'm gonna point out this is okay. just speculation, right? Uh, I mean, it sounds like a Vince McMahon thing to do. Yeah. Um. So the rematch is over the edge. Uh, no, over the edge. We had some other match. King of the Ring. Um. I say that's where we have Jinder Mahal beat Keith Lee. Um. Which then puts. SummerSlam, Drew McIntyre finally gets the gets his payback. Oh, nice! Against Jinder Mahal and wins the championship back from Jinder Mahal, um, and becomes your champion, and finally gets to be champion in front of an audience. Hey, I like that. Um, and that puts us my my storylines went a whole year, both of which are too fast for Vince's taste. Yes. <laughs> um, more in, in reality, Vince might do something along the lines of this, um, but only with three steps rather than four. Yeah. Um, yeah, gender wouldn't be in there, yeah. Gender <laughs> might well, Dijakovic might not be in there either, but yeah, I, I feel like more gender than Dijakovic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Keith is gonna have to be, man. Like, come on, not if he wants to keep his name. <laughs> Anyways, but that's what I would do. Both of those are better than whatever will happen. Yes, they are one hundred percent better. Just to to fill. Well, I mean, I don't know because I mean, if they're thinking about doing that sh- bloodline versus New Day thing, that could literally escalate into some craziness as well. Um, no, and one show. One show. Really? That sounds like a good six month run. No, because it, no? it's going to be Survivor Series. It's Survivor Series. It's just building up for for Survivor Series because that's the one time of the year that SmackDown and Raw face off head to head. And then, it's yeah, it's dumb, but it's, it's but it's fire. No stakes. Well, yeah, here's the deal it's, it's a fire idea from a standpoint of these are two factions that we would love to see head to head. Um, in reality, um, if they uh, were to add two more members to the table um, and then have New Day get some friends and do it as a New Day versus uh, the table or the bloodline, whatever, uh, in a Survivor Series match, that's probably more likely what they'll do. Yeah. Um and it just be a single match for you know there, but but in reality, you know. Anyways, in the end, I could see I could see in this next year the belt hopping, uh, Biggie keeping it for four to five months, it hopping to someone else for transitional just a couple months, and then it hopping to Drew McIntyre or maybe back to Bobby Lashley. Um, of course, you know I booked it based on uh, current roster because i didn't want to fuck around with uh there's a draft and this happens and whatever so anyways 
to give you an idea, J- JLB, what I had done was wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I'm gonna fix it. Anyway, what I had done was was Finn wins the title um, because of Brock shenanigans. Brock and Roman to start feuding non-title, and Seth and and Edge um, get into the title picture with Finn, and that's just fire but i didn't book that far out like smart said so mm-hmm. okay but almost almost was the same essentially pretty similar pretty, i mean very uh-huh. similar was, again wasn't identical i didn't put the title on brock i i am adamantly against but i love the idea of a roman brock feud um and i and yeah. i really love the idea of it overseas so we don't have to so right. smart doesn't have to watch it because he hates yeah idea of the Roman yep. Brock feud. How well, it's is... not the Roman Brock feud that I hate the idea of. It's the crown jewel, but that's beside the point. Oh, oh hey, by the, the way, whole... I did figure out where, where Goldberg's coming back for his his third match this year. Oh, or his final match this year? Not crown right. jewel? It's, yeah, crown get, jewel, obviously. Get that Saudi money? Yep, yep. Get some of that blood money? And Against who? The end of it. That's the end of it. Against who? I you think that I don't know. Um, that, probably Bobby Lashley since the title's off of him right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that actually makes sense because he's pissed off that Bobby Lashley. Has there has there been any black superstars in Crown Jewel oh, so yeah. far? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, remember, Crown Jewel or Greatest Royal Rumble was the famous Titus. Yeah, that's, trip. that's where Titus took his True. Home. Okay. So. True. <laughs> the Titus, Titus trip. Uh-huh. Titus, why are you tripping? All right. Um. Okay, I got a fun little one, maybe. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back a little. Just bring it on back a little. Um, essentially, I'm taking you back. Not that back, but I'm, I'm taking old school because I'm an old fool. Who's so sorry? <laughs> um, <laughs> I hold on a crappy rap, Kevin. <laughs> no, I'm 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 bringing you back to. Uh, just when when the attitude adjustment era began, the only difference is you have to use you have to build up. Give me kind of a, a superstar that you would have built up back then, but John Cena was never part of the wrestling school. Okay, so this is this is the PG thirteen era. Is what you're saying? This is right after the attitude era. No, no, no. This is. John Cena just came into a ruthless, ruthless aggression. aggression. So this yeah. is ruthless aggression without John ruthless Cena. Without John Cena. Okay. So I've took the liberty. If you guys need the roster, because that was 2003, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'll so we have to have somebody this. else come out. Instead of John Cena. Yes. So Kurt Angle's doing his whole thing. Or if you want to make it Kurt Angle, you can whatever. Um, but it's not going to be. There's no John Cena. John Cena does not exist. He was never in OVW. Or he's in OVW, but he wasn't improving on his skills. And uh, you need your next. 
uh, top guy. So, but John Cena didn't become a top guy. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it took him a while to to become a top guy, but it did launch the ruthless aggression era. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the thing. So that's why I mean, you can start when John Cena became a top guy if you want, but essentially that's where he had started from because it didn't take him long either. It took him like what a year and a half because even when fired. It because I would even say, um, with his whole rap thing, the thugonomics, right? That way he was over, he was over, and he was getting to the top guy status. So, uh, I don't know, build where you want essentially, but you have to build your next John Cena without John Cena with that current roster. So the guy who comes out instead of John Cena. From me. God, I just love this roster. <laughs> just looking through it, and I'm just like, oh. Because you, you really had nobody. You really had nobody. No, but... dude, you got tons of stuff. I can see A-Train doing it, Bradshaw. Brock Lesnar, of course. Um, uh, Chuck Palumbo coming out doing that. Farouk coming out doing that. Edge. Yeah, Heidenreich. Batista. How good is Yeah, Batista and Heiden, or Heidenreich coming out and saying, Ruthless aggression. <laughs> but um, as your next John Cena, that's going to be your big guy. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking. On a side note, this website is freaking awesome. When the I found I'm, this, the one I'm choosing is one Matt Morgan, the prototype. Yep, I want Matt Morgan to come out ruthless aggression and throw um, Kurt Angle into the corner and do the elbows thing to him. Why am I not remembering Matt Morgan? Because you didn't watch him when he was good on the impact. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, yeah, this guy was a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they do more with him? Damn. This is up WWE's he, he was pretty. He's pretty unpolished at the time. The unfortunate part is guys like Test, Heidenreich, um, those guys had, had had already had a run under crappy roles, so you can't really do that with like like test or anything. Um, you could have pulled it off maybe with Batista. I think it's early enough that Batista is in, in a different role. Yeah, mm. Batista. Batista only started in WWE in two thousand two, so okay. you put this two thousand three era. Um, I can see Danny Basham carrying that role. I, I, the first person I thought of was Toothless Aggression and Chris Benoit, but <laughs> he was pretty well established. So that, and he wouldn't be able to pull that John Cena heat. He can't talk on the, the mic. You know, the, the whole thing that John Cena is. John Cena at that point of, couldn't talk on the mic either. Yeah. It took this roster had a years. lot of established guys already on it. That's the downside. <laughs> um, you could have pulled off Randy Orton. 
I think it would have hurt Randy Orton's long-term career. I think it would have hurt yeah. WWE long-term. Mm. Um, but in terms of a guy that you could give a push to that hadn't really been established yet, um, I, I really like Matt Morgan for that. I really, really do. Um, I don't really see – I think Batista and Matt Morgan are it at the time. I, mm. I, I have another option, and I'll get to it. Um, when I Brock was, would have been able to, but he'd been in for a year, and that's why ruthless aggression needed to be an option. Yeah. Somebody else. Chris Canyon. Nobody's better than Canyon. Yeah. So so the option that I would have gone with, I think, because Batista was my first choice, so I agree with you there <laughs> uh, on it. Uh, but Nathan Jones. Uh, I also like that one. That's a um, choice. Uh, he, he fucking has the look. To, to pull off that sort of thing. He actually only ended up lasting in uh, uh, WWE for like less than a year. Um, and I think part of it's because he just got overshadowed by other people and didn't really accomplish much. Um, I think there's also two established stars that can pull something off there because this, this challenge is more of a discussion challenge, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really do think that that you could have repackaged Farouk because it's right after Bradshaw uh, cut his hair and stuff. You could have repackaged Farouk as the person who did it. Uh, but more importantly, I think you could have brought Mark Henry out at that point because it's literally exactly who Mark Henry becomes later on when he starts Hall of Pain. Mm, yep. That's true. Poor Mark, man. And, and then you have Olympian versus Olympian, which which is a selling point for that. For sure. Um, you can get some Mark Henry versus uh, Brock Lesnar, which we never really got. Um, I think there, I think there's something there with Mark Henry if you want to. It's sad that it took Mark Henry. Okay, the Hall of Pain, he was good, but then like a retirement speech. For everyone to kind of really be behind him. Oh, I loved him in Hall of Pain. I yeah. that that was when that was when my taste started to mature a little bit in wrestling. Uh, the early mid two thousands. It's not that I didn't know it was fake. I knew it was. I knew it was fake. But you still fall for the storylines when you're young. Um, for sure. I was probably it was I was probably twenty four, twenty five, maybe twenty six when Hall of Pain came out. Um, I hadn't really watched for a few years and started rewatching again. Um, that heel work, I mean, he was just, you know, to, to quote a movie, Kane the Destroyer. I mean, he was just a, a completely different. He just came out and destroyed people. I mean, what he did to Big Show um, with the suplex off the top, yes, I know it had already been done, but suplex and breaking the ring and, and, I mean, he he power slammed Big Show for heaven's sakes. You know that's a pretty big deal. Yep. That whole pain storyline could have run for multiple titles, and they could have. He should have been the guy who was the first black WWE champion. He did have the big gold belt, and then he had the the ECW belt. But what do you mean? There was already a first. Farouk was the first. Uh, Not in WWE. WWE. Yeah, he was the NWA. Oh, well, and technically, technically, he he is only credited as the WCW 
it, it's during a time NWA doesn't officially recognize the champ, the, the WCW Big Gold Belt champions, even though they oh, wow. were together at the time. So, um, in in a fun twist of uh, I think the first black officially recognized NWA champion uh, is is Ron Killings. Oh, okay. Recognized when he. When he won it That's at TNA. That's our truth, yeah. When he was when he was uh Art Ron Kellings in, in TNA. Um so cool. so I I think Nathan Jones would be great because he had the look. Yeah, he I, absolutely did. I think he got fucking just absolutely buried in in uh well, WWE. Well, because he he debuted. And on his first match after debuting, uh, they changed his right at the next week. They changed his gimmick, right? So suddenly oh, he yeah, didn't have a gimmick. True. Didn't he? Didn't he start hanging with uh, Test and Albert? TNA? Yes, and and then he he um, like a bodyguard for Test and Albert. Like those two uh-huh. dudes need a bodyguard. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it was all sorts of. Just weird. So, I mean, he did a bunch of house shows and everything, but like in terms he of like actual interview match against the Undertaker, like they obviously had some confidence in him, and they just got he got buried. But you're right; he had the look. Yeah. Exactly, he had the look and everything, and and then he he was out injured for a while. Um, so he missed a bunch of time. Uh, and then he came back, and he was on Brock Lesnar's Survivor Series team. And got eliminated, and and then I mean he just went through like a bunch of gimmicks in that eight months that he was there, yeah. Um, and and never had a chance to really catch on, you know, shine or or anything because it was just you know shotgunning gimmicks at him and never letting him go. Um, Matt Morgan is is a was a really good one as well. Um. Because he went off and he actually had a really good career. Yeah. Um, yeah, a pretty decent career because he went to TNA, uh, continued in TNA till 2013. Um, and then, uh, and, and now he is a politician. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Damn. What a, what a role reverse right there. Jesus. Yeah. In fact, he's, oh. he got got into a little bit of uh, trouble a couple of years ago, uh, or last year, I guess, um, in this, because he was tied to uh, Joel Greenberg. Um, if you're not familiar with American politics right now, Joel Greenberg is uh, the guy who's um, uh, being investigated and and uh working with the fbi to reduce his sentence in the matt gates um child sex trafficking story that's going on so uh, matt morgan's kind of tied to that Uh, anyway why because he knows him uh most of the time it's because you know he was known socialized um, or campaigned with Greenberg made payments to Matt Morgan's company, Blueprint Enterprises, for consulting jobs. Uh, but auditors wrote that they could find, quote, no evidence of work product by Morgan's company. 
These payments from October 30th, 2019 to July 6th, 2020 totaled $40,500, which began three weeks after Morgan was released from uh, a huge uh, $36,000 tax lien. Hmm. 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 A little weird there. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. Allegedly, <laughs> big, <laughs> big red machine style. Yeah, fun little fact. Apparently, they were. Uh, uh, I guess he was still part of the company, but Matt Morgan was actually supposed to be uh, Kane behind the mask. No, never heard that. I just read that technically, and I was wondering if maybe. No, I never were. heard it. That is a fun fact. Thank you. You're welcome. But Matt Morgan was fun to watch in the ring. Uh-huh. Um, when did he leave? Uh, Jindrak wouldn't have been a horrible choice. Yeah, Jindrak. Or, or like I said, Palumbo. Or Palumbo. Jindrak. Yeah, Palumbo wouldn't have been a horrible choice. Palumbo would have had to have the, a different look. Yeah, the only the only downside, because like, like you said with some of the other ones, the only downside with both Palumbo and Jindrak is they did have... Uh, previous on-screen appearances yeah. with both of them go starting off in WCW. And so they were on air in WCW for like a year and a half or two years uh, before WCW folded. And then they were sporadically on WWE up until, <clears throat> you know, about Ruthless Aggression era. So. Who was the was was it not Jindrak? Who was the one that had the spiky hair? Sean Sean O'Hare. Uh, Stasiak. Stasiak. Well, there was also Sean yeah. O'Hare. Um, I think you're thinking of Sean Stasiak, though. Yeah, meat. You're thinking of meat. Uh, yeah, I got to down to the Sean. Sean, no? Sean O'Hare usually had long brown uh, hair and a and a little uh, soul patch goatee. But they weren't there at the time. Neither of them were. Um, no, okay, there's Sean O'Hare. No, I was thinking Sean O'Hare. Sean O'Hare was stacked, cut like a like he was made out of steel. That dude would have been a good one for that, too. Rest is rest in peace. Oh, he died. Uh, he, I think, was a drug overdose. Oh, shit. okay, it might have been a suicide, but I think it was a drug overdose. Damn. Speaking of which, rest in peace to, uh, it's nothing to do related to drug overdose there, but to uh, Norm MacDonald, Saturday Night Live legend, uh, had unfortunately passed away due to cancer. No one knew. Yeah, apparently he'd been battling it for like a decade, but didn't let anyone outside of his family know about it because he didn't want it to turn into a a thing. Mm. And if he'd let one of his besties, Adam Sandler, know, it would have been a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen it be a thing for Adam. So. Well, no, but I mean, yeah, Adam Sandler might not have known, just might not have said anything either. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we're saying is oh, Adam okay. Sandler probably didn't know because if Adam Sandler did know, everyone would have known. It was, it would have likely been a thing. So, uh, I'm sure he knew, guys. They were really freaking close. Yeah. I don't think Adam Sandler would have been. Well, we'll find out. I mean, eventually Adam Sandler is going to get interviewed on this. So, yeah, very sad. Yeah. But 
Yes, very sad. Anyways, we will go ahead and move on to our lovely game that we play every week, AEW Ring of Honor or Impact, where we give a list of three current WWE superstars, and you have to choose where you are going to put them. Um, And so the first challenge for you two is... um, I'm, I'm going to go with the three people who actually hit the ring out of the four originally scheduled for the NXT uh, Fatal 4-Way. Um, so we've got Tommaso Ciampa, we've got LA Knight, and we've got um, fucking uh, Pete Dunne. Hmm. I'll go first. Okay. Um, Tommaso Ciampa to AEW. Um, there is something about his style in the ring that works really good because it's really aggressive and really showy. And <laughs> Widow's Peak and stuff like that bring a, a different flavor than AEW has. So I, I think he works well in AEW. Um, LA Knight to ROH because I don't fucking like him. <laughs> I don't fucking like him more than I don't fucking like Pete Dunn. So I'm just going to leave it at that, that I don't like either of them. But I think Pete Dunn's finger manipulation and joint manipulation and stuff like that um, is the reason. I know that's the reason I don't like Pete Dunn. Me too. And LA Knight, the reason I don't like him is because I don't fucking like him. And I know that Smarks <laughs> does not agree on that. Um, because he thinks he's a great heel. But uh, L.A. Knight? Yeah. I, remember, I'm the one who always says he's the guy who grew up thinking he could be The Rock, and they just told him, go ahead and That's be The true. Rock. That's true. Um, That's true. He's not, he's, not on my, he's not on my top 100. So Yeah. Uh, so I don't fucking like him. And Pete Dunne, I don't fucking like joint manipulation, so you're going to be on impact so that some of those big dudes can show you it is to have your entire body manipulated straight up by moose doing a spanish fly and then spearing you 16 times and then doing another spanish fly (laughs) that way every joint in your body is manipulated by moose and then sammy callahan hitting you with 17 different foreign objects so my uh i don't i don't hate pete dunn as much as you but he's not like high on my list either um uh for me uh pete dunn um the joint manipulation i don't i don't have a hatred for it overall i just think it was way more entertaining when uh i first saw it happen um when uh marty Skrull was doing it i think uh we can talk as much as we want to about marty Skrull's um issues and, rather not. and and how he's he's someone that we yeah kind of don't want in the in the industry right now but i'm gonna tell you this much he did the joint manipulation the finger snapping things so much better oh it was um, way more entertaining when he did it uh-huh. way more and so, so maybe it's how pete Dunn does it i don't know uh-huh. it's the same feeling i have about shannon baszler's elbow stomp thing uh-huh. like yeah. here's an idea when she gets up to stomp Move your freaking arm. Yeah. The uh the the way um 
Marty Skrull always did it. It's a, it was standing up, but it was it was he would always hold them out like they like he had their arm in an arm bar, and then he'd yeah. grab their fingers, and they'd be like, no, no, no. And then he, he when he did it, I don't know how he did it, but there was a snap sound that came mm. out as he did it, and it really sounded like something popped out a joint or something on it. But he also added to it because he had this whole like because this whole gimmick with the villain, this this whole evil look and evil laugh on his face the entire time he did it. Like I'm I'm not doing this because it'll win the match for me. I'm doing it because it causes you pain. You know what I mean? So yeah. um anyways. Yeah, no, I liked it. JLB. Um so I feel like you have to put Tommaso Ciampa on AEW. I feel like that's like the best place for him. I think he actually fits AEW. He fits <laughs> AEW perfectly. Um, we have Avelli Knight and who else? Uh, and uh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Ugh. Peter. Um, Peter. Yeah. Um, you know what? I mean, LA Knight was an impact, correct? Yes. Okay. Just uh, I don't know. I I feel like yeah. No, I'm. I think I'm putting LA Knight back to Impact because he was even a world champion there, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, LA Knight's going to Impact, and Pete Dunne can go to ROH, where I'll never see him. And uh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just happy for Tommaso Ciampa and all that there. Aside from everyone else, I could give a rat's rat's arse. Arse. Okay. Arse. Yep. Who wants to go next? Who are these two people? <laughs> um, one of them, <laughs> the one on the um, green, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Tay Conti uh, on one side, Ty Conti, I guess, and the other one, I don't even know her name. She's she's the one who's with. She's an NWA, no? No, that that, that picture is from NXT tonight. Um, she's the one with Gigi Dolan and, and Mandy Rose, and I don't know her name. She's the one on the left is um, the one that's um, got to go back to the picture because I'm not on it right now. Are, are you sure they're not messing with us and it's just not the same person? No. Why I, would you have the same ring attire? What the? Because because I am a follower of Tay Conti, <laughs> even though I mispronounce her name. She's one of my favorites in AEW. That's that's her on what is our right. Um, and the other one, and like I said, I can't, I don't, don't remember her name offhand. And maybe they say in the comments. I mean, uh, it's a little bit different on the top. Yeah, I mean, there are differences, but the colors For are sure. almost for identical. Sure. The we're, the we're fact that they both nets. went to for the fishnets on the bottom with yeah, the blue I mean, shorts. If, um, if you gave me this picture for a spot, the difference, I mean, there would be a lot of differences there, but still pretty freaking similar. <laughs> It's similar enough that you could do a spot the difference. Uh, no, well, I mean you can, but at the end of the day, like you—it's more the face. The the she she just doesn't have it, the black thing on top. J J C Jane is her name in NXT. Tacy Tane. J C J C J C J C Jane. Oh, they did a little curve. That way she's not Tay still. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a JC Jane. She apparently was Avery Taylor when she worked the Indies, and then of course WWE gave her her own her new name. Um, and then the other one, Gigi Dolan, was uh, Priscilla Kelly uh, on the Indies. Wrestled a few times in in AEW. Um, this getting of Indies stuff is garbage. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, I just saw that photo and I thought, ah, eh, that's that is really interesting because they're. Here's a thing. Yeah, here's a thing. Anyways, so who wants to do the next challenge? I'll go next. Okay. You didn't tell us where you're. Oh, you put LA Knight in the impact. That's right. Yeah. Um. So Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, what? and I'm a, and I'm gonna give you a little swerve. Biggie will not be part of it. And you will put uh, Kingston, and you will put um, Cesaro. No, that's no, it's Cesaro's easy though. You'd put Cesaro in AEW. Oh, I don't know. Kofi's part of that. I know. Uh, yeah, no, we'll go with that. Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Cesaro. I'll let you go first because I can handle changing it no matter what it is. Um, well, I'm probably going to – you're probably not going to have to change it for me. Um, mostly because I uh, we've done Cesaro many times, and and I've usually flipped between AEW or, or <laughs> Impact for him uh, back and forth on that. Uh, in this particular situation, though, um, I, I really think WWE has dropped the ball on uh, Xavier Woods in many ways. Uh, he's the only member of the, the New Day to... Not have been a world never. champion. <laughs> yeah. Well, never even got a shot. Um, yeah. And I think he's way more talented um, uh, than that. So I would probably do um, Xavier Woods to AEW. Um, and there, there's another reason for that uh, kind of behind the scenes. But we'll get to that after. Uh, Xavier Woods to AEW, Kofi Kingston to Impact, which puts Cesaro to Ring of Honor by uh, unfortunately. Audio Castagnoli's returning. The um, backstage reason for Xavier Woods, though, is uh, up, up, down, down. Uh, AEW uh, could absolutely monopolize the uh, YouTube algorithm if they got Xavier Woods. Um, starting to talk about AEW on Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, so, anyways, <clears throat> that's how I would go. <clears throat> Babe. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. I knew you wouldn't no, do that. No. I feel like Up, Up, Down, Down uh, allows him to do whatever the hell he wants. So, <laughs> that's, that's his safety net, and he knew it, and that's why he did yeah. it. And, so. it. It is 100%, but... It's a safety net, but he still doesn't talk about AEW on it. And AEW could could uh Makes could really use it use it as a marketing 
tool. Like literally allow him to do it, continue to do it. But, but now instead of being uh, a WWE superstar who has up, up, down, down, he is now a W superstar who has sponsorship for up, up, down, down. Um, and so it becomes a cross promotional thing where not only is AEW talking about up, up, down, down on their show, but he's talking about AEW on up, up, down, down. Gotcha. So. All right. Um, so I'm going to put Kofi to AEW. Um, yes, I know that he's past his prime. He's, you know, 40-ish, maybe even older than that. Um, he's going to be knocking on the door of, of retiring soon, but he also has it. And that it factor could really help. Uh, I think there's there's places where AEW does not have that level of athleticism. They do have a lot of athleticism. So this is not an insult to the likes of, uh, you know, uh, Sammy Guevara or, or uh, Jungle Boy or all those wonderful athletes. This is this is just there's there's another level. Um, that Kofi gets, and um, they don't have a they they have a single set barricade, but it it opens the door for things like Kenny Omega's redo over the other night and whatnot um, to see some of the, that stuff happen more often. Um, Claudio Castagnoli to impact he's not been there yet and i think he provides a, another world title contender and um, i'm gonna allow xavier woods to go to roh because there's not a travel schedule or it's a very very minimal travel schedule very minimal travel schedule so that's what i'm doing as of right now, there is a zero travel schedule for them because they just, well, it didn't get announced, but it's uh, been reported that uh, Death Before Dishonor, which was their uh, pay-per-view last weekend, um, was will be their last show in front of live audiences um, for the time being. Uh, which and is the smartest move in the world. I don't know why other promotions don't do the same. I know they want to make money, but but that variant, man, you guys are having it tough over there. Uh, this is America. We have live shows. <laughs> um, no, here's the, the the real speculation is that they're not making any money. They're barely selling out any shows. Uh, but, and so that this is Sinclair saying, instead of having half empty stadiums, let's go back to no people in the crowd. Uh, and we can cover our bet butts better that way. Anyways, that makes sense. So, okay. DFA, what's your challenge? Oh, yeah. I have to come up with one of these. That's right. Okay. So, I'm going to do a time machine and I'm going to throw us back to the 2003 roster that all of us probably still have up on our computer screens. And just to make it nice, simple, and easy, we're just going to use the three people we talked about in that challenge. So we are going to use John Cena and um, Matt Morgan and 
Uh, where's the cue ball at? What's his name again? Smirks? My my guy, Nathan Jones. Nathan Jones. Those are your three. A, in 2003. Yeah. Four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But today. Um, but today, yes. But that, that athlete time machine for 17 years. Um, <laughs> oh God! Doesn't you feel old? All right. Well, I said you I, guys I, were old farts. I, I, mean. I, I feel really old because I heard a, a a millennial or maybe it was a Gen Zer. I don't know. Refer to uh, the the nineteen nineties as uh, the late nineteen hundreds. And I was like, Savage wait, little wait, bastard. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I mean, he isn't wait, wrong. Wait, no, no, no. Hey, no, 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 no. The late 1900s. Arcane technology from the 20th century. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, way back in the late 1900s, they, wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on here with that. Anyways. Um, do, 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 do. Matt Morgan to Matt Morgan to AEW, Cena to Impact, Nathan Jones to Ring of Honor. I damn. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Nathan Jones ever had the mic skills. I think I think that was, and maybe he just never was given that. I first of all, he's Australian, so maybe Vince McMahon didn't think he spoke English. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, so you take you take Matt Morgan to AEW. Uh, you can be the blueprint there. Um, none of them really fit the AEW scheme. Really, they're all too big. But, um, but I think the blueprint, Nathan Jones, Ring of Honor, and yeah, that gives young John Cena can cut his teeth in in Impact Wrestling, where he can deliver promos. And and, and, and by the uh, end of two thousand three, he was Doctor of Economics, which actually mm -hmm. fits in a or in yeah. Impact. Yeah. So, I think that's what I do. Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like Nathan Jones is a good fit for Impact, though. He's a beast. He's a beast. Like I'm really shocked WWE didn't do more with him. If Nathan Jones came into the picture now, what he was back then, Vince would freaking love him. He'd or he'd be the next Karrion Cross. I'm not sure. Um, he would be somewhere along those lines. Um, or he'd be like the NXT 2.0 champion, perhaps. Vince is now loving Karrion Cross. He just didn't at first for God only knows whatever reason. He wanted Matt Hardy to cheat and beat him. Mm. Jeff Hardy, but I think Karrion, I think he always yeah. liked uh Karrion Cross. I think uh he I think he, he wanted to make a statement about NXT. I think there was that. Um I think he also like like you said, the reports had it that they had a storyline planned. Um, where uh, Karen Cross can't win without Scarlett Bordeaux. Um, 
and and so he would lose. But it's not just that he lost to uh, Jeff Hardy. It's how he lost in such a huge fashion. But I think I think uh, Vince obviously now definitely loves Karrion Cross because he thinks he can sell action figures with that stupid helmet on. <laughs> Can't forget about the suspenders. That's a top selling point. Um, yeah, so Nathan Jones, the impact. Um, John Cena in 2003 kind of maybe might fit AEW. Um, you know, I could see him going for the TNT championship kind of thing. See him face Cody Rhodes. Um, or Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, excuse me. Um, yeah, We established and- while you weren't, weren't here that Cody Rhodes wrestles for impact. What's Cody Rose doing in the in impact, the impact zone? zone. <laughs> That's valid. Um, and then of course you have you have uh oh damn, that means Matt Morgan goes to ROH. Oh. E. Sorry, John Cena, you're going to ROH, buddy. Matt Morgan is going to impact. I see him facing against like Lance Archer. And like Brian Cage, maybe or Wardlow, even forming like a some like big man duo or something, they could compete for the trios championship. <laughs> and because the trios championship doesn't necessarily have to be flipped to do guys, right? It's just a three man team, so they kind of build that up, sort of ordeal. Um, I don't know. I you don't I don't see him going for the champion any like the world just yet. You don't make him face Omega. You make him face like a if Hangman ever wins it, or if you know Christian wins it, or I don't know. You don't you don't touch Omega. You don't even you don't even touch it if Daniel Bryan wins it from Matt Morgan. With that said, I don't know. Matt Morgan was just kind of more of a hoss guy, right? Like he wasn't like I don't even know what his finisher was, but I feel like he was just more of a power bomb yep, big kind of suplex really. big powerhouse right okay so <clears throat> yeah that's what i think i would do uh and the thugonomics can be popular in roh maybe that's essentially what puts roh more on the map and gets them like a legit good tv deal so hey why not but then again maybe roh wouldn't have seen anything in him because he was just some guy with red tights with stripes on it and, uh, you know, didn't fit the part. Kudos to WWE for making John Cena their little poster boy because they did wonders with him. Uh, but I yeah, just, that's what I would do. I just want to take that, and I want you to remember, John Cena's green here. Does John Cena go, oh, my gosh, what a wonderful opportunity I can finally face this legend CM Punk. Mm, true. Does CM Punk go, this young and up-and-comer, Oh, wow. How great would that be? I know that they don't have a wonderful taste for each other at this juncture. Now, right. But, but can you imagine with John Cena looking up to CM Punk? Apparently, CM Punk was kind of a prick, though. Even back then. What? He's, he's mature. I can't fathom it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, dude wouldn't hold a straight face during a, a vignette. 
Never gonna let it go. Speaking is that shirt too live? Speaking of Ignits, that shirt is live. Mm-hmm. You can go get that, that face. guy's face, that face on your right tummy. That, that look at this. Face. Minus the double chin. The double chin won't be there. So. Well, because he had the beard. It had the double chin. Told you, beard to hide it. <laughs> That's the point. That face. This face. Yeah. See, watch. Do do. There. I feel like I'm gonna. Right there. Ah, oh, I love my beard. Why did I ever think of shaving that beard off? We would look like that. Oh, that's not bad. That's kind of cool, actually. Holy cow, that's a really slimming shirt. I should wear that. Yeah. You won't look Damn like right that. You that. Oh. <laughs> but, but, uh, a shirt's not your thing. You you can get it on get it on a tank top. Can I see it on a hoodie? You can get it on the this is my favorite hoodie that we we offer because it's multicolored. Navy blue. So you can do this color here. Oh, nice. <laughs> white and gray. Or black and gray. You guys should get that at Zero Pro and just throw my face to everybody. <laughs> um, you could get it on a hat if you wanted to, but no, here. I'm, I'm down. I got to scroll down a little bit. I have a feeling this is going to be a copy. Oh, I'm getting that mug. <laughs> I'm getting that mug. Yeah, straight up. There's. Put it on a toque. You can get it on a toque. Oh, oh my Jesus. gosh. People would, I, uh, I have this weird feeling you're going to be walking around Montreal with your own face on your shirt. Can I see yeah. the white one? Well, technically, I did one for the WTN. I ordered a hoodie. But it's my face with the other two co-hosts uh, in a cartoon fashion. So I think one of these days on a whole bunch of stuff. Oh my they god. They don't do a really white toque, they do a gray toque. Or a darker toque. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard with the writing. Yeah, I'm probably I'd probably go with the black. Or the black toque. Or the uh, yeah. yeah, what's funny is they've got <laughs> black and they've got dark gray, and they really don't look that much different. Nope. That's it. You said but you said it was cotton, right? Yeah, it's the toque. it's currently it's, like it's more of a t-shirt type material, it's not a winter toque. Um Mm, okay. Yeah, you can get it on Which a mug. coffee mug would you choose? Yeah. Would you choose the yeah, get it on a water bottle. Bottle water. Get it on a black, blue, or red one, or the multicolor black, blue, or red, or the water bottle. Snap, I think I'd get the multicolor. I do, I do need, oh, it looks good on that shirt. I do need me a tank top, so I might see how the tank tops are. <laughs> or the camper Coffee mug, that little metal thing. Um, you could get it on a woman's crop top. Hey, I, I, I reckon I'd buy it for you if you wore that on the show. You could get it <laughs> on the stars and bars shirt. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> Maybe if it was a Canadian flag. Seriously, seriously, look how cool you look there. Oh my Stars gosh. And bars, man. So you're telling me if I buy that one, I'll look like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, you the bucket hat's out of stock already. Um, you could uh, upgrade oh. to an iPhone oh, and get it on a 
iPhone case. Upgrade. It's like the iPhone 6. What are you going to upgrade? No, iPhone 11. iPhone 11, oh, iPhone nice. 12, 12 Pro Max. Oh, nice. Looks like you can get it we got on. new ones now. Uh, of course, shirt. they did just announce the iPhone 13 today. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seven ninety nine um, US, so it's still like twelve hundred here. Wear it on tie dye. He had tie dye. Yeah, that's actually not too shabby. Red tie dye. <laughs> hey. you guys see what one did this week with his t shirt? Was it was it you that sent us that smarts? The Orange Cassidy where somebody no, it was on TikTok. Orange Cassidy had somebody send him a. You go to TikTok now? Shut up. We're not, <laughs> we're not discussing my disdain for, for losing my morals. Over Clearly, it's not a disdain. It's not a disdain. It's a, it's a secondary <laughs> podcast I do. Shush. Anyway. On TikTok? Uh, no. no <laughs> he uses TikTok to promote it. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah. The... Uh, the um, Orange Cassidy took a shirt that somebody designed on Twitter and said, you know, it had like an arrow. This should be an orange juice container. This should be an orange. And it's just them drawing him. And so he just cut the drawing and put it on a shirt on his website. Uh, Orange Cassidy is, has always been phenomenal with his T-shirts. Um, at one point, he released a T-shirt that uh, was... Was just the the uh, you know the generic icon um, from from Windows, right? And it was uh, titled uh, Orange Cassie T-shirt Design JPG. Um, but instead of the file, it was just the icon. Like that's what he submitted. To make it. Uh, I think this works. Orange Cassie T-shirt Design JPG. There you go. It's on there. Uh, <laughs> wonder if it's still up on PWTs. Look at all that fun stuff. Sasha Bear, Vignette, uh -huh. Pissair Podcast. What do I own here? I own everything. I own uh, <coughs> a lot of these. I don't have a doobly-doo. I don't have a Vignette. I have a doobly-doo. I'm trying to figure out if I want a Sasha Bear yet or not. I know Smarks has ordered I, I, I think I'm going to get it on a mug. I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't wear anything else with Sasha Bear on it. I, I feel like... I feel like we might be sold out of all the large enough for me stuff because Smarks bought it all already. I did not <laughs> buy it all. <laughs> okay, he left three of them expecting me to buy them. <laughs> well, I mean, for the most part... Did you guys get your shirts yet for the autographs? Um, They're on the way. Yep. Nice. They'll be here. Shipping, shipping was confirmed this morning. Yeah. Hey! But, uh... They are uh, trying to see if the Orange Cassidy shirt's still up on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh. Um, I was wondering why you weren't scrolling. I was like, what is going on? What are we doing here? I, uh, see, because here's the thing with me. I'm not tall, so for me, I don't need the extra size to to be tall. I'm just fat. Yeah. So, so I don't, I didn't take all of the, uh, uh, shirts in your size because I didn't need to. Because I'm tall. 
because you're tall and I see here. Watch. I want you to do share Chrome This is the shirt that I just love. Hey. Oh. <laughs> so, so is Pro Wrestling Tees kind of like a spreadsheet, technically? Uh, yes and no. But they own their stuff. Uh, see, there it says uh, C colon slash users slash desktop slash new folder slash stuff slash new folder slash new folder slash search slash baby <laughs> slash pro wrestle tees slash new folder slash freshly squeezed dot gif. <laughs> he titled it freshly squeezed seven, but in black. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember when I that I first saw that I was like that is awesome. <clears throat> Doesn't look like the the new one from the other person's on there. Um, well, I'm all the way to page two right now, so let me go back to page one see if it's on page one. Um, no, nope. Doesn't uh, this mug is awesome. Yeah, it oh, is. Is that one? Yep, orange punch. He actually didn't do it. Oh my god, that's funny. I, I liked the color by numbers one. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Orange housing. So, I guess whatever's on Pro Wrestling Tees, it's for the wrestlers. Whatever's on AW Shop, AEW gets a chunk out of. I guess right. Well, because they the don't have company. these on AW shop. Uh, yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they're not directly. Well, I don't know. They might be. Um, I know. Oh, I mean, it, I don't think it's the same company per se. No, it oh, is one hundred percent. It's Pro Wrestling Tees. It's the same company. Pro Wrestling Tees is the pissant T-shirt company that was originally being referred to. But if you go to it, it's literally the homepage is exactly the same design. It, the only difference is up here instead of saying Shop AEW, it just says Pro Wrestling Tees, and then the top color is different. But the well, and, the and layout not indies on this is there. Yeah. And the layout's exactly the same, but the only people that show up on this are AEW roster ones. But here, let's just see, just because we were just on. Let's see what all shows up on Orange Cassidy's. It's going to be all different shirts. I guarantee it. We'll find out. Um, nope, those were all on there because the Double or Nothing shirt showed up on on the other one. Uh, that one. Oh snap! Up on yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I guess it might be maybe if you the, buy it, it from AEW shop. Are, there are some that aren't because the the one we were talking about the. Uh, the one drawn that was up on Twitter isn't on here yet. Um, right, and the the orange Cassidy freshly squeezed dot gap one that I was showing isn't on here, so there is some difference. But, um, anyways, uh, to answer your question, uh, from before about um, uh, pro wrestling tees, I looked into it, they're similar to um, 
Spreadshirt or any of the other Teesprings or whatever. The thing with uh, Pro Wrestling Tees for you to get a for you to get a store shop on Pro Wrestling Tees, you have to show that you are in the industry in some way, whether it's um you know, that you're a wrestler or a pro oh, have a business. Um, and you have to have been established in a certain way. And um, I, I looked into it, and like one of it was, you know, uh, uh, to get onto it, you you have to show that you have X number of um, Facebook followers or Twitter followers or so on, you know, that you're established. You're not just uh, a guy putting together a podcast. And at the time, when I was putting together the merch store, I was like, yeah, I don't want to go through all that trouble. So I didn't do it. Right. Um, but anyways, that's beside the point. Um, we have reached the end of the show. So yeah. <laughs> instead of boring the crowd with us talking about merch stores and so on and so forth. Merch. Um, we yeah, have merch. merch. We have merch. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash raw and order WBU. You can actually find it all in the doobly-doos down below. Um, you can find links to our social medias and links to Tatnus Co. and link to uh, the different places to to view this or listen to it. If you joined us for the live stream, thank you. Um, come back again on Sunday. Uh, if you didn't and you're listening to this on just the replay or watching it on replay, thanks again for that as well. Um, do join us for the live streams because we, we'd love to have fun on the live stream. So. Um, but you can follow us on social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, like it says right at the bottom of the screen. Uh, that's on pretty much all the social medias. You can follow me there: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. You can follow DA Fabe at DA there, there, and you can favorite wherever you're listening to this up there. So it's easy to find these guys. Exactly. You can also follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. A minute. If you want to hear more of what I have to say about reviews and stuff like that, though, please kick my kick me in the ass and start messaging me. Hey. Um, but yeah, you know, it's still there, anchor.fm slash RTO. And it's all on all your streams, your apples, your Spotify's, or whatever have you. It is all there indeed. Uh, we are every Thursday at WTN, uh, Wrestling Talk, uh, Wrestling Talk Now, Wrestling Talk Nation. Um, and uh, that's like at WTN Wrestling Technique. <laughs> Yeah, there's the show he cheats on us with. Um, but on that note, we will go ahead and close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Favorite us. Yeah.